Hello everyone, my name is David Deckel Hills, and this is the Voice of Thunder. Reminding you that even though some things may seem simple, they are often more complex and, dip and more difficult than you might imagine. So always approach things with an open mind, and you should do pretty well. And this is the show where I talk about things that interest me, tell stories, and take you along with me on the journey to become a voice actor. I don't know how this sounds for you, like, in a word, this is the future, we're here, my PS5 is shutting down, this is a new world, and it's, it's bold, and it's new, and it's also a little bit scary, I don't really know how I'm going to edit this, or how I'm supposed to speak yet, but essentially, I got a new laptop, I have a new mic, and this mic is a lot more powerful than my old mic. So my distancing, my the way that I would normally speak in the past, it's gone now. We're in the future now. I honestly, oh my gosh, I don't really know. Okay, I can't raise my voice too much. Like, if, even if I go and raise my voice over here, right? How does that sound to you? I have the gain on low, so you shouldn't even be, like, peaking right now. But this is weird, because right now, I'm, I'm away from the mic. I'm not even near the mic. And it's still, and the sound still is like that. So what if I came over here like this? Let me talk to you real quick. How are you doing? Oh, God, I'm, I'm booming. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I came over into your ears and with that. Oh God, um, but yeah, how are you doing? Uh, that's good, you know, hanging in there. I'm doing all right myself, but uh, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit nervous, okay? Like my job has been ramping up in a big way and a lot of pressure has been on me, but everyone's still really kind. And so it makes it so that it's not really that bad. I you'll have to excuse me for this episode because I, I really just don't know how to go about it I, I have to get used to the new sound I guess man I'm really I really got a new mic and now I don't know how to act I literally can't talk loud like if I talk loud I gotta come over here I'm, I, I, I can't even be near you because even this is this loud like okay okay I'm gonna come over here I'm gonna come over I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come back I'm gonna come back now, I haven't forgotten my promise from last week, but if you weren't here last week, I basically said that I'm going to be making, I'm going to making, I'm good. If you weren't here last week, then basically, then all you need to know is that I said I was going to be making some changes. There will be three new goals on top of the regular uh, podcast that I normally do. First is that every week I'm going to read a story. It's story time. The second is that I'm going to post on every uh, podcast platform that I can. I'm going to figure that out in the next three to four hours and then post. Uh, my goal is Spotify, SoundCloud, and perhaps iTunes as well. Uh, yeah, 
I really don't know how this is gonna be. Um. Wait, does this mean that you guys will hear my parents? Like, in the background? I guess we'll find out in editing. Uh, and the third is that I'm just going to post on social media when I upload. Uh, so that way other people know and they can listen. <sighs> and there's a pretty steep punishment, but you don't have to worry about that. It's not going to happen. But yeah. Uh, we're in the bold new world. It's Christmas time. Well, it's not really Christmas time yet, but in the spirit of Christmas, I want to read Christmas stories. Does that make sense? I really do hope that the timing works out because, like, I have a lot to still do tonight, and, um, yeah, I spent a considerable amount of time looking for stories, and there were a lot of really, really dark Christmas stories. And I was like, oh, some Christmas stories you would tell to your children. And it's just like, again, really, really dark and, and grim. And I'm like, whoa, okay. That's not what I'm going to read. So one of the, one of the ones that I... Uh, happened upon, I guess, was, oh, I, uh, after a while of searching, I finally found a story that I think is okay. I haven't read through it too much yet, so hopefully it's not too bad. Whew, okay, now, this is gonna be a doozy because I don't know how well this new mic captures it. Like, I, 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 I kinda wanna come in, but I don't, I don't, I don't really wanna like blast your ears off with my voice I can't do that with this mic it's that powerful I can literally talk regularly from I can talk regularly from like across the room and you'll still hear me perfectly clearly but here we go okay so this one says that it's really good to read to young children and it's very short ah it does not look very short it's not very short at all. I was lied to. <sighs> this is this is a lot. This is a lot. I should have prepared a lot more. Okay, okay. The Golden Bird. This is called... This is a fairy tale from the Brothers Grimm. Now, I have heard a lot of really messed up things come from these books. And they inspire most of the Disney movies that we have today. So hopefully this is not something too crazy. And I can just read it. These, alright, you can't see what I'm looking at. But it looks as though I'm peeking the mic at every word. Not exactly, but it looks it looks crazy over there. I'm not used to that. Uh, I hope everything is okay. I hope you guys can hear me alright. And I'm not too loud. But it's time. Let's try this again. The Golden Bird. A certain king had a beautiful garden, and in the garden stood a tree which bore golden apples. These apples were always counted, and about the time when they began to grow ripe, it was found that every night one of them was gone. The king became very angry at this, and he and ordered the gardener to keep watch all night under the tree. 
the gardener set his eldest son to watch. But about 12 o'clock, but about 12 o'clock he fell asleep, and in the morning another one of the apples was missing. Then the second son was ordered to watch, and at midnight he too fell asleep, and in the morning another apple was gone. Then the third son offered to keep watch, but the gardener at first would not but the gardener at first would not let him, for fear some harm would come should come to him. However, at last he consented, and the young man laid himself under the tree to watch. As the clock struck twelve, he heard a rustling noise in the air, and a bird came flying that was of pure gold. And as it was snapping at one of the apples in its, with his beak, the gardener's son jumped up and shot an arrow at it. But the arrow did. But the arrow did the bird no harm. It only, only it, only it dropped a golden feather from its tail and then flew away. The golden feather was brought to the king in the morning, and all the council was called together. Everyone agreed that it was worth more than all of the wealth of the entire kingdom. But the king said, one feather is of no use to me. I must have the whole bird. Then the gardener's eldest son set out and thought to find the golden bird very easily. And when he had gone, but, but, and when he had gone, but a little, but a little away, and when he had gone, but a little away, he came to a wood. And by the side, and by the side of the wood, he saw a fox sitting. So he took his bow and made ready to shoot at it. The fox said, do not shoot me, for I will give you good counsel. I know what your business is and that you and that you want to find the golden bird. You will reach the you will reach a village and in the you will reach a village in the evening. And when you get there, you will see two ends opposite of each other, opposite to each other, one of which is very pleasant and beautiful to look at. Go not in there, but rest for the night in the other. Though it may appear to you to be very poor and mean, though it may appear to you to be very poor and mean. But the son thought to himself, what can such a beast, what can such a beast as this know about this matter? So he shot the arrow at the fox, but he missed, and it set up its tail above, and it set up its tail above his back and ran into the wood. I think they. I think they mean into the woods there. Then he went his way, and in the evening came to the village where the two inns were. And in one of these, people were singing and dancing and feasting, but the other looked very dirty and poor. I should be very silly, he said. If I went to the shab if I went to that shabby house and left this charming, pl I, if I should be very silly, said he if I went to that shabby house and left this charming place. So he went into the smart house and ate and drank at his ease and forgot about the bird and his country too. Mmm. Time passed on and as the eldest and as the eldest son did not come back and no tidings were heard of him, the second son set out and and the same thing happened and the same thing happened to him. He met the fox, who gave him good advice, but when he came to the two inns, his eldest brother was standing at the window where the merrymaking was, and called to him to come in, and he could not withstand the temptation, 
but went in and forgot about the golden bird, but went in and forgot the golden bird and his country in the same manner. Time passed on again, and the youngest son, too, wished to set out into the wide world to seek the golden bird. But his father would not listen to it for a very for a long while, for he was very fond of his son. You weren't fond of the other two? Anyways, he was very fond of his son and was afraid that some ill luck might happen to him also and prevent his coming back. However, at last it was agreed that he should go, for he would not rest at home. And as he came to the wood, he met the fox and heard the same good counsel. But he was thankful to the fox and did not attempt his life as his brothers had done. So the fox said, sit upon my tail and you will travel faster. So he sat down and the fox began to run and away they went over stock and stone so quick that their hair whistled in the wind. When they came to the village, the son followed the fox's counsel and without looking about and without looking about him when he wait and without looking about him when he went to the ship and without looking about him, went to the shabby inn and rested there all night at his ease in the morning. In the morning came the fox again and met him as he was beginning his journey and said go straight forward till you come to the to go straight forward till you come to go straight forward till you come to a castle before which lie a, a whole troop of soldiers fast asleep and snoring take no notice of them but go into the castle and pass on until you come to a room where the golden bird sits in a wooden cage Close by it stands a beautiful golden cage. But do not try to take the bird out of the shabby cage and put it into the handsome one. Otherwise, you will repent it. Then the fox stretched out his tail again and the young man sat himself down. And away they went over this over stock and stone till the hair till their hair whistled in the wind. Before the castle gate all was as the pot before the castle gate all was as the fox had said. So the son went in and found the chamber where the golden bird hung in a wooden cage. And below stood the golden cage. And three gold and the three golden apples that had been lost while oh, where the golden bird hung in a wooden cage. And below stood the golden cage. And the three golden apples that had been lost were lying close by it. Then he thought to himself, it will be very droll to it will be a very droll thing to bring away such a fine bird in this shabby cage. So he took the door. So he opened the door and took hold of it and put it into the golden cage. But the girl, but the bird set out. But the bird set up such a loud scream that all the soldiers awoke and they took him prisoner and carried him before the king. The next morning, the court sat to judge him. And when all was heard, it, sit, it was the next morning, the court sat to judge him. And when all was heard, it sentenced him to die unless he should bring the king the golden horse, which could run as swiftly as the wind. And if he did this, he was to and if he did this, he was to have the golden bird given to him for his own. So he set out once more on his journey, sighing and in great despair. 
when on a when on a sudden his friend the fox met him and said you see now you see now what has happened on account of you're not listening to my counsel i will i will still however tell you how to find the golden horse if you do if you will do as i bid you if you will do as i bid you you must go straight on till you come to the castle where the horse stands in his stall by his side will lie the groom fast asleep and snoring take away the horse quietly but be sure to put the but be sure to put the leathern saddle upon him and not the golden one that is close by it then the sun sat down on the fox's tail and they went over stock and stone till their hair whistled in the wind all went right and the groom lay snoring with his all went right and the groom lay snoring with his hand upon the golden saddle but when the son looked at the horse he thought it a great pity to put the leathern saddle upon it i will give him the good one said he i am sure he deserves it as he took up the golden saddle the groom awoke and cried out so loud that the guards ran and took him prisoner and in the morning he was again brought before the court to be judged and was sentenced to die but it was agreed that if he could bring thither if he could bring thither thither the beautiful princess he should live and have the bird and the horse given him given him for his own then he went his way very sorrowful but the old fox came and said why did you not listen to me if you had you would have carried away with you could if you had you would have carried away both the bird and the horse yet i will once more give you counsel go straight on and in the evening you will arrive at a castle at 12 o'clock at night the princess goes to the bathing house go up to her and give her a kiss and she will let you lead her away but take care do but take care you do not suffer her to go and take leave of her father and mother then the fox stretched out his tail and so away they went over stock and stone till their hair whistled again as they came to the castle all was as the fox said said all was as the fox had said and at 12 o'clock the man met the princess going to the bath and gave her a kiss and she agreed to run away with him but begged him with many tears that he would that he would let her take her leave but begged him with many tears that he would let her take leave of her father at first he refused but she wept still more and more and fell at his feet till at last he consented but the moment she came to her father's house the guards awoke and again he was taken prisoner then he was brought before the king and the king said you shall never have my daughter unless in eight days you dig away the hill that stops the view from my window now this hill was so big that the whole world could not take it away and when he had worked for seven days and had done very had done very little the fox came and said lie down and go to sleep i will work for you and in the morning he awoke and the hill was gone so he went merrily to the king and told him that not oh and told and told him that now that it was removed he must give him the princess 
Then the king was obliged to keep his word, and, and away the young man went and the princess. And the fox came to him, and the fox came and said to him, We will have all three, the princess, the horse, and the bird. Ah, ah, said the young man, that would be a great thing, but how can you contrive it? If only you will listen, the fox said, it can be done. When you come to the king and he asks for the beautiful princess, you must say, here she is, then he will be very joyful. And you will mount the golden horse that they are to give to you. Put out your hand to take leave of them, but shake hands with the princess last. Then lift her quickly onto the horse behind you, clap your spurs to his side, and gallop away as fast as you can. All went right, and the all went right. Then the fox said, "When you come to the castle where the bird, when you come to the castle where the bird is, I will stay with the princess at the door, and you will ride in and speak to the king. When he sees that the that." When he sees that it is the right horse, he will bring out the bird, but you must sit still and say that you want to look at it, to see whether it is the true golden bird. And when you get it into your hand, ride away. This too happened as the fox said. They carried, the, they carried off the bird, the princess mounted again, and they, and they rode on to, the great, to a great wood. Then the fox said, then the fox came and said, pray kill me and cut off my head and my feet. But the young man refused to do it, so the fox said, I will at any rate give you good counsel. Beware of two things. Ransom no one from the gallows, and sit down by the side of no river. Then away he went. Well, thought the young man, it is no hard matter to keep that advice. He rode on with the princess till at last he came to the village where he had left his two brothers. And there he her oh gosh. And there he heard a great noise and uproar. And when he asked what was the matter, the people said, Two men are gonna be hanged. As he came nearer, he saw that the two men were his brothers, who had turned to robbers. So he said, Cannot they be saved in any way? But the people said no unless he would bestow all his money upon the rascals and buy their liberty. Then he did not stay to think about this matter, but paid what was asked and his brothers were given up and, on, and went on with him towards their home. Wait a minute. And as they came to the wood where the fox met, oh, and as they came to the wood where the fox first met them, it was so cool and pleasant that the two brothers said, "Let us sit down by the side of the Let us sit down by the side of the river, and rest a while to eat and drink." So he said yes, and forgot the fox's counsel, and sat down on the side of the river. And while he suspected nothing, they came behind and, and threw him down the bank, and took the princess, the horse, and the bird, and went home to the king, their master, and said, "All this." Have we won by our labor? Then there was great rejoicing made, but the horse would not eat, the bird would not sing, and the princess wept. The younger son fell to the bottoms of, bottom of the river's bed. Luckily it was nearly dry, but his bones were almost broken, and the bank was so steep that he could find no way out. Then the old fox came once more and scolded him for not following his advice, otherwise no evil would have befallen him. Yet, said he, I cannot leave you here. So 
lay hold of my tail and hold fast. Then he pulled them out of the river and said to him as he got upon the bank, Your brothers have set watch to kill you if they find you in the, if they find you in the kingdom. So he dressed himself as a poor man and came secretly to the king's court and was scarcely within the doorway and was scarcely within the doors when the horse began to eat the bird to sing and the princess left off weeping. Then he went to the king and told him all his brother's roguery and they were seized and punished. And he had the princess given to him again. And after the king's death, he was the he was heir to his he was heir to his kingdom. A long while after, he went to walk one day in the wood, and the old fox met him and besought with wait, and besought him with tears in his eyes to kill him. His cut off his head and feet, and at last he did so. And in a moment, the fox was changed into a man and turned out to be the brother of the princess who had been lost a great many years. Oh God, I, I really don't know. I don't, I really don't know. That was a lot. That was a lot. That fox was moving and it was the brother. The, it was a brother the whole time. What a twist. Uh, so hopefully the recording wasn't too bad. If it was, uh, don't worry. I will definitely fix that by the next episode. But I hope you enjoyed. My voice is a little bit tired, so... Without further ado, I'm going to just wrap up. You've been listening to the new Voice of Thunder. I am David Deckel Hills. Thank you so much for listening.